You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 37. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Hey there, everyone. This is just Anne from Angela Henderson Consulting, and welcome back to another episode of Business and Life Conversations Podcast. And as always, thank you so much for being here. Today, I am super pumped to have the amazing Salma on the show today because she's not only is one of the most amazing designers I've worked with, but I'm glad to call her a friend. In this podcast, Salma and I are going to be talking to you about branding. What are the main components to a brand that businesses should focus on? Why does branding matter? But ultimately, at the end of this podcast, I really want you to be able to see that branding is so much more than a name or a logo. In fact, brand is everything, and everything is brand. But before we get into all levels of branding, I just want to take a moment and let you know that this episode is sponsored by Profit Pillars, which is my ready-to-implement eight-week program designed for women in business to get your business the bulletproof advantage it needs to protect itself from the overwhelm, frustration, and heartbreaking failure. With a step-by-step approach and built-in accountability and implementation, this is the only business growth program that shows you how to put passions and purpose together and generate profits for your business. All you need to do is go to AngelaHenderson.com.au and search Profit Pillars to join the waitlist as the next enrollment will be starting soon. Let's not wait any longer and let's get started on talking about all things branding with Salma. Welcome to the show, Salma. Hey, Angela. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. How are you now? What time is it? You're over in India. So what time is it over there? So it's uh, 8.40 a.m. right now. (laughs) Woof, I've got you up early for this one. So it's 8.40 a.m. We've got about 1.10 p.m. here in Brisbane. So thank you so much for being so, you know, lively and prompt and getting here for your 8 a.m. call. (laughs) I'm really excited to be here on the show. Now, listen, as I do with every guest on the show, I'd love you to talk to us a little bit more about who you are, your business, etc. because I think it's really important for listeners to have a better understanding before we jump into the world of branding about who you are. And also, I would love for you to share with us your favorite thing about living in India. Absolutely. So the reason why I started my business as a brand and web designer is like I moved on from being a product-based business owner. So I was selling crochet products and uh, like three years into that is when I realized that I needed to do something more with the education and the passion that I had. So my education was master of engineering and computer science. And I was really interested into design and helping other women entrepreneurs. And that's when I realized, you know, I need, I had to merge my passion and my education in order to deliver something good so that I'm not just able to help myself, but I'm also able to help other women entrepreneurs as well. And that's when I started my own brand strategy and web design studio. So I'm currently helping women entrepreneurs around the globe to build brands and also high converting websites as well. And uh, one thing that I love uh, you know, about India is the food. I absolutely love it. And no matter where I go, I definitely think of the food that is here. And especially my mom's handmade, uh, you know, 
uh, biryani that I have to mention because it's very famous here. And whenever I was studying in school or in college, you know, all my friends used to ask me, you know, Salma, when you go home, please bring back your mom's <laughs> Bring back the goods. <laughs> Absolutely. She is, uh, she's the best. And, you know, uh, you won't believe Angela, uh, my father also owns a bakery. So I love everything uh, in that as well. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is I need to come to India because so from there's another guest. Now I'd have to double check what podcast it was on, but it was all about launching your courses and what you need to do. And that was with Prona, another wonderful friend of mine from India. So now how far away are you and Prona? I think we are, uh, if you... I don't, I think she's in the northern part of India and I'm in the southern part. So if it's like if you're traveling via flight, it would just take an hour or two. So I would love to have you here in India. So what you're saying is I need to come to India because from what I also understand about the Indian food is that each region of India produces quite a vast different taste yes. of food. Like people make an assumption that oh, it's India, all the food is the same. But from what I understand correct me if I'm wrong, but a butter chicken in northern India can be slightly different than a butter chicken in southern India. Is that somewhat right? Yes. And also, you know, when I say the word biryani, even that, the, you know, the texture, the flavor changes from north to the south as well. And here the uh, very, you know, uh, the famous dishes here in South India are itli, dosa, sambar. Uh, It's like kind of like a rice uh, you know, like a patty kind of thing that you mm-hmm. find. So it's very, very tasty. And I just love it. Okay. And now I started to feel hungry. I know we're talking about it. I think I always talk about food with the majority of my guests. And then I've got to remember we're here to talk about business too. So yes. we'll bring it back to branding. Now, as a business consultant, I don't know how many times endlessly I hear either in my one-to-one consulting sessions in my Facebook group, the Australian Business Collaborative or other Facebook groups, networking events. I always hear this, something along the lines. I keep hearing a lot about branding, but I'm not even sure what it means or where to start. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, how how are we here? You know, but with so many moving components of a business, it makes simple sense. Do you know what I mean? That not everyone understands the true definition of branding. So I think it's really important that we lay down what branding is and how it can be used for, do you know I mean my service, your service, Selma, and all those listeners out there, businesses. And before we get into your thoughts, one of the things that I wanted to summarize was I was reading an article about branding lately by a guy by the name of Dan Paletta. And I really thought he summarized what is branding quite beautifully. He says, brand is strategy. Brand is your calls to action. Brand is your customer service. Brand is the way you speak. Brand is an array of communication tools. Brand is your people. Brand is your facilities. Brand is also your logo and visuals, but your logo is not just your brand. So ultimately, brand is about caring about your business at every level and every detail, from the big things like mission and vision to your people, your customers, and every interaction anyone is ever going to have with a particular business such as yours. So for yourself, you know, obviously this is quite intense that some listeners out there might go, oh, I didn't think about branding as strategy or calls to action or about it being your people. Do you do you agree that brand is much more than just a logo, Soma? Absolutely, yes. One misconception that everyone like you know they have about branding is it's just your logo or the color that you see either on your website or or on your marketing materials or the font that you choose or the mood board or the color palette. So I would say that this particular this visual part or the element is just one component of your overall brand. 
And uh, as you just said, you know, you quoted, um, a good branding is actually something, it is a symphony of both the design, the language, and the experience. So all of this combines and comprises what good branding is about. So it is a set of perception people have about your service or your company. And it is also a carefully curated expression that lives in people's hearts and minds when they think of your brand. It's also a set of actions that you take in order for your services to reach out to the audience. And it also includes the vi visual elements as well. So all of this, so not just the visual or the identity comprises of a brand, the brand strategy, your target audience, your, the way you put forth your message, everything that goes in and out of your business comprises of your brand. And I also think, again, wherever there is brand, there's an element of emotion. And if you look at buying decisions, for example, most of us don't make rational buying decisions. What we actually do is we're basing our decisions based on emotion. And those emotional things can be things like from the color of the packaging or the people that are associated with that particular product. Or, yeah. you know, you look at the Super Bowl ads over in the U.S. I don't even drink Budweiser, but I will drink Budweiser beer only because those you know those commercials bring me to tears and it evoke you know an emotion so that's one example where they really hone in on it's not just the logo Budweiser it's what yeah. they're demonstrating to the public about what their product does and through their branding they get the conversions what are your thoughts about that about how we buy from emotion versus rational yeah, the one thing is, you know, you need to connect to a human, like in a, in a like an inner level. You know, you need to strike that so that they, you know, they believe you, they trust you, and you need to communicate in a way that your target audience understands you, and uh, you know, you're building that kind of recognition and also that credibility and trust with your brand. So this cannot be explained uh, better just with an example of Apple. So what Apple does, whenever they launch, the way they communicate with the audience, the way they launch it, their advertisements, their messaging, and like whenever someone asks questions or someone asks it out, the way they answer and the way they communicate and the way they you know, connect with them and are in a depth uh, level, that clearly, you know, nobody can beat Apple in that way. You know, no phone company can beat Apple in the way they market their services and how they reach their target audience. And that particular thing has a kind of, you know, a trigger in people's mind. And whenever they see Apple, they think that's the number one, you know, they, uh, the brand that they have. And they look no further. They just purchase Apple. And now you now Apple is not just, you know, um, famous in the U.S. It's famous all over the world. And that's what they're trying to do. They have you know, they position their branding in such a way that they're targeting the right audience, they're marketing and delivering their products to the right people. Uh, and also not just in a, you know, in one part of the world, but also, you know, worldwide, worldwide as well. So when you think about branding, and for those listeners out there, they're like, holy moly, I've only just thought that, you know, my logo was my brand. And now they're starting to put, you know, the pennies are starting to drop as they're listening to this episode. What are the main components to a brand that businesses should focus on when getting started? Or if even if they've been going for a little while and they haven't really thought about their brand, what would you suggest that they do? What are those main components? Okay, so there are several components. But before I step into, you know, the individual components, I would say like an overall 
um, you know, the, how I see branding as. So it uh, for me, it comprises of three main components. That is brand strategy, brand positioning, and brand identity. So under brand strategy, uh, you know, comes as to, you know, the long-term plan of the successful brand. How you look into branding, like what are your goals? You know, the main why, why exactly have you, you know, uh, created your brand? That is very important. You need to set your vision. You need to set your mission. And you also need to understand what your business actually stands for. You know, they always say uh, you need to know your purpose and you need to know your why. So your why is also a part of the branding. You know, uh, when people, you you need to first be clear on your side as to why exactly you're creating a product or a service. And only then will you be sure of how you'll be able to take that to the next level and market it out to the target audience, right? Mm-hmm. So your why, your value, your mission and vision should be very clear. And this is a part of brand strategy. Okay. okay, so component one, brand strategy with all those wonderful variables underneath. Yes, so not just that, you know, like why exactly? And then what do you hope to, you know, achieve by launching this new brand or this business that you have? What is your long-term goal and with the business? And with the strategy comes several different, you know, uh, layers as to how exactly you're utilizing them. So let's say a visibility strategy. Right. Visibility mm-hmm. is another strategy that you can um, utilize. So in when it, when it comes to visibility strategy, so it can be like, you know, the website that you're creating, the lead magnets, the sales process, email marketing, all of this. So that's one such visibility strategy. And also you all need to think about your um, the other component that is brand positioning. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is the second uh, second component, the major component that I would say, brand positioning. So when it comes to brand positioning, it's very important that um, you need to have your target market in place or in mind. Only then will you be able to convert that brilliant service or product that you have. Uh, you'll be able to make it you know, more visible and you'll also be ma- able to make it convert. So brand positioning is nothing but how a brand is different from its competitors and where and how it sits in customers' mind. So that's very important. So, um, you know, you have such an amazing product. You've created an amazing, you know, a service or a program or a course. uh, And you're having the strategies in place in order to, you know, um, implement it and put forth in front of your target audience. But who is the target audience and how exactly you're going to do that? That's where brand positioning comes into place. Mm-hmm. And you can utilize this, you know, um, the other components within brand positioning is, you know, your story. So I always, you know, hear, uh, you know, seven figures and even six figure entrepreneurs say that, you know, you need to create your story, your brand story. That's because, you know, they don't connect to a product. They connect to who you are in a human level. So in that way, you need to develop a story for your business. So even I have a story, let it be a product based business or a service based business. So I have a story like how I, uh, you know, came into this uh, brand and web designing, like from selling crochet products, right? So your brand story and how exactly 
uh, you came to this particular point and how you came to this particular point and why exactly you come and what you're going to sell that. So the story is very important. And another thing that comes into brand positioning is your perception. So how your company is viewed by the public, right? Mm -hmm. That is also very important. So as I said, like Apple has this very amazing method of positioning and how when they hear the word Apple, um, you know, they just go crazy because it's such an amazing, uh, you know, kind of like a revolution that Apple has created on in terms of, you know, smartphones, right? So that is also very important. And also the other thing is expectations. So you need to get clear on, you know, what customers can expect from your product or service, and especially if you are into industry. And even if you're starting out, you need to uh, build that, you know, credibility and that recognition as to what exactly your business is about and what services or products you're selling. And so that the people, when they look at your brand, they know that, you know, it is for this uh, you know this particular target audience and they sell this many products or this services so this is about brand positioning so brand positioning is all about you know keeping in mind your customer or your target audience and then positioning your services so that they are attracted and the Perfect. third point is brand identity so this is what most people think that the whole brand is about so brand identity is you know all the visual elements that you uh, you know, see that is um, your your mood board, your color palette, your logo, uh, the web design part of it, and then even the marketing materials like let's say you're uh, giving a thank you card for your products, or you're uh, sending out an e-invite, you're having an e-book, you're having business cards. So all of this is you know the brand identity and the visual part of what your branding is. No, perfect. And again, I, can, I think you're super spot on with, with being able to categorize those three main things. So again, can you just recap the three overarching components that people need to consider their branding for their business? Yes, absolutely. So the first thing is brand strategy. So when it comes to brand strategy, it is like, um, you know, your vision, your mission, your why, right? And when yep. the second thing is brand positioning, that mm -hmm. is in mind your customer how you're going to focus that so this is where your unique selling proposition um, your tagline the pricing the availability everything comes in place and the final thing is brand identity that is all the visual and the visible elements of a brand no fantastic and for you Salma working you know with other women around the world and obviously I working with other, other women around the world and I've got my own thoughts but I love to hear though is why do you think branding matters so much for the success or the detriment of a business um one thing is you know if it builds trust and credibility now let's say you're in business and you want people to you know purchase stuff from you if they don't know you if they don't recognize you if they don't trust you, nobody's going to uh, buy uh, either a product or a service from you, right? So one such portion, as I said, like a brand strategy, it is the visibility. It improves recognition. It builds trust and credibility among your clients or customers, right? And that's when they know based on the strategy that you have set forth and the way you deliver your services and the way you come um, you know, you um, be visible among your audience on social media or through website uh, or via, you know, search engine optimization techniques. So they know that you are a trusted person. You, they, you know, they trust you and they recognize who you are. 
uh, as an individual, you know, like we are all um, uh, individual, like we are the face of a brand. So we are not like an entire, uh, like a product uh, based business, right? So especially yes. when it's service providers, we need to be out there. We need to, uh, you know, um, be visible. Uh, even if it is like a product, we need to let people know like what the importance of it and uh, what's its use and how they'll be benefited from it. So only when people know you, they see you, only when only will they recognize you and they will build a trust and sense of credibility with your brand or your business. And the other thing is it definitely sets you apart from your competition. So remember when I said you have this why, setting your why, and then your brand strategy, the way you communicate the way, through your words, through your messaging, through your unique selling proposition. This is where you set yourself apart from your competition, along with the brand identity, even with the logo or the color and the marketing materials. And also when you have this established, you know, brand, so it, it doesn't have to be, you know, like 100% established, but even, you know, when you nail these three things, uh, at a certain level, it increases the value of what services or products that you have to offer. And that's uh, another I have to bring in, you know, Apple's example. So they know they've, you know, they've connected with uh, every individual probably in the, you know, in the world. And, you know, they don't have to, you know, worry about uh, pricing at all. So since they've already established that brand, uh, you know, it's very easy to increase the value of whatever services or products that they have to offer, right? Uh, yes. Provided that it's a good one and that uh, it has, um, you know, like it, pro it does something to the target audience. It pro you know, it, it's useful for the audience as well. And also it gives kind of like a human connection or interaction with your customers. And let's say, uh, I know, uh, um, Angela, you have a, an amazing team and I'm a part of it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, it, if, if it is like even a smaller company or smaller business or a bigger one, you know, there are team members and employees. So when you, your business has this mission, when you have the strategy, it also motivates the people around you to work towards a certain like let's say a milestone to achieve that, right? Yes. And definitely when you have this clear branding, the clear set of strategies, it brings in not just repeat customers, it also brings in more new clients or customers as well. So I feel branding is very important. So uh, again, once again, like when it not, it's not just the logo or website or the colors that matter, it's also how you uncover the stories, how you solve your clients' problems, you know, how you, um, you know, uh, put forth your style and marketing ideas to your customers and how you develop the trust and loyalty between them as well. And I think all of those things end up being how do you end up making those people feel? So at every interaction, so when they're on your Facebook group, how do you make them feel? The logo is not making them feel. It's the person behind the brand that's making them feel good or bad. You know, yeah. when they read a blog article and you're telling a story or how are you, again, what emotion are you evoking? Good, bad, ugly, sad, happy. And it's those emotions that leave, do you know what I mean, from a neural pathway perspective, memories. And when they need to think about people, whether or not it's me as a business consultant or you as a brand strategist, that they then go back and go, hold on. And those emotions are evoked again. And then those people come to the forefront. So again, I can't emphasize enough that your brand is not just your logo. It is part of your brand. Yes. And I remember reading an article once about if you have to, you shouldn't 
um, for example, like on Instagram, everyone will do those memes, right? Like a funny mem, a happy mem, a quote or whatever. And they're always so adamant to make sure that it's watermarked with their logo and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember reading once that they said, you shouldn't ever worry about it from a, not from a copywriting perspective, that's different, but from a point of view from people remembering you, because it's not your logo that people are going to remember. It's going to be, again, that emotion that you've left in them. And if you have to use your logo on every single thing in order to get your product or your service across, you won't be in business very long. Yeah. You know, and eventually, obviously, through time, you've got people like Nike and Apple that it's a universal logo, do you mean symbol, I guess. But it's because of what they've done, they've created that. That's why they get that recognition. You know, the logo didn't just do that. It wasn't born on day one with the apple and the little tick sign. And all of a sudden people were flocking to the stores. It's what they did. It's how they made people feel. And that, you know, they've really, they've created a community for people wanting to be part of the Apple community or the Nike community or whatever. So again, I really think that so much about branding has to do with, you know, I mean, that emotional level that you're, you know, I mean, triggering, I guess you could say, or agitating positively or negatively for what your clients yes now when it comes to you know another example like fedex they are known for you know overnight delivery and when you think of google it's like a search engine so you know these have their own brand strategy positioning and this logo it actually acts like a shortcut in the customer's mind yes bring the idea that is associated with the brand like what exactly they are for so this is like a triggering portion, like the visual part of what you see, but it's beyond that. Yes, 100. I couldn't agree more. And so for those that are out there, I hope that you've been able to understand what Selma and I are talking about and being able to see that there are three main components in order for your brand to be successful. And again, that is your brand strategy, your brand positioning and your brand identity. Now, Selma, if there is anything out there that you said to people who are going, oh my goodness, I don't know where to begin. What's the one thing you would encourage people to take action on today? Okay, the first thing I would, if you're starting out, I would definitely ask you to sit down and think why you are starting your business. So with that one question, you'll be clear on what services you'll be providing and what you know problem will that service provide or help your clients with and who exactly you are going to you know target your services to. So with your why, you'll actually uncover or discover you know a lot of other things. And when you're clear on that, and Angela has this amazing uh, workbook as well. Um, so you know you need to understand who your target audience is. So when you have a service and when you know who your target audience is, it's going to be very easy for you to deliver it and to make sales out of it. Yes, no, I, yes. And again, because if you don't know your why and what products you're going to service and you don't know who you're servicing to, because you can't service to everyone, I can't emphasize enough, don't try to be everything to everyone. Yeah. You know, yeah, if you can figure out that, I agree. The foundations of a successful business are already starting. And through that, you're already starting to clearly shape and identify your brand collectively. Absolutely, yes. And you also need to uh, know like how exactly you are going to, because there are several, um, this is kind of like a saturated industry, right? So you also need to make sure like how exactly you're going to be different from your competitor as well. So with that, you'll also be able to change or revise your services that you already have so that you perform better among the competition. 
Yes. And again, there's competition everywhere. And yeah. it's not something to get frowned upon, but it's about yeah. you being one step ahead. How can you do it better? Still staying true to yourself, but just being on, you've got to be on the pulse because things are changing so fast in the world of business that you've got to be always thinking one step ahead. And I think again, competitive competitors are great to look at. I don't look too much at my competitors because again, I don't, I kind of run my own race course. I think there's elements that it's really good to see what they're doing. Yes. Uh, leave it and move on. Don't sit there dwelling. Don't stop their Instagram page every day because that's like it's actually going to bring you down you just need yeah. to focus on what are they doing have a quick look action it and then make it better for yourself yes definitely I totally agree Angela now if people want to get to know more about you where can they find you so they can find me on my website salmasheriff.com and also through Facebook and Instagram as Salma Sheriff Designs. Yeah, perfect. Well, Salma, thank you so much again for waking up early over in India this morning. I appreciate that. And also on a Friday, because again, I try to do the majority of my recordings on a Friday. So I really appreciate you taking your time to be able to talk to the audience about the importance of branding and how that your brand is not just your logo. So thank you very much. You're most welcome. And for the... For the rest of the listeners out there, my team and I will also be putting together the whole transcription for this episode at AngelaHenderson.com.au. And of course, I cover all sorts of related business and life topics inside my Facebook group, the Australian Business Collaborative. At the time of recording, we're about to hit 4,000 uh, businesses. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you know, if you're in Africa, India, UK, Canada, make sure you join because it's a collective group of almost 4,000 business owners. So come and join the community. I love to see you in there. But in the meantime, have an awesome day, no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to connecting with you again on the next episode of Business and Life Conversations with Angela Henderson. Thanks so much and have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson. www.angelahenderson.com.au